spotlights on there. Look at that spotlight shining spotlight on there. Spotlight Bringing hope to everybody on, out in the world. On, It's weird. We have not recorded in five days. It seems like five years. Everything's gone crazy. <laughs> Still feel like shit. Every day, I, I think I feel better. And then by the end of the night, around this time, we are recording about 8.30 at night on Thursday. And about 8.30 every night, I start feeling like shit. So this is a great time to start recording. Yeah. Spotlight on, yeah, we're just, I don't know. It just does seem weird. We didn't do a pop culture podcast this week, and we ended up finishing last week's podcast on Saturday night. Yeah, so, we, so like, we've been is, doing Sundays for a while now to yeah, go back to yeah. normal Saturday night. Like, yeah, we haven't talked to each other online for a while. Yeah, it's very odd, but we have some comics that we're going to spotlight tonight. Of course, this is the Spotlight Podcast for the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast uh, to give people a little, e- either a sneak peek at what's going to come up this week, a little taste if you don't want to uh, listen to a 10-hour podcast. Now, last week First we had free. a 7-hour podcast. Yeah, then you're paying. Then yeah. you're paying. We're on the schoolyard now. It's schoolyard rules here. Uh, last week we had a seven-hour podcast, and it seems like some people lost their minds. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> short. So short. It's the seven delicious. hours. It's like, what the heck? You, you're you like, those blood suckers. <laughs> Get so bad. But, yeah, uh, I think that this week we're going to be back to a normal podcast. And I told you today at work this spotlight will be good because we didn't have a pop culture last night. Some people might have gotten the idea that we were taking the week off for Easter because Easter is coming up. We are not. We will have our full podcast out this week. It will hit Easter evening. And the Uh, New 52 review earlier that day. And the New 52 review will be out as well on Easter morning. It's like a little Easter basket of fun. Animal Man Volume 1 air. No peeps anywhere. No peeps. Just a, a bloody Animal Man. I'm telling you, I keep rereading it to get ready for it. Oh, my God. It it is funny in that just a little sneak peek of how uh, Jeff Lemire is hinting at the red but not saying the red right away and stuff like that. A lot of blood in that book. I'm telling you, I actually got turned off of that book initially seeing it at the comic book shop. I'm like – that doesn't look like a superhero. I want to read. Yeah. The covers look terrifying. Oh, yeah. The covers look freaking very terrifying. Then, you know, there's blood galore in there. there Veins you know, coming out crazy. all over the place, hanging people up like spider webs. I'm like, I don't, I don't know about uh, this one, Animal Man. Yes. I'm going to yeah, go over here is, to the Teen Titans. This is the spotlight. This is a weird week for me. Uh, not for me, but in general, the books, I think, because we have the post-Superman Reborn world wedged in this one week of next week starts the button. So this yep. week is a odd week of people getting ready for the button. Next week they're kind of coming down from Reborn next week. And after the Reborn story in Superman, you're expecting a lot of books to just bang, show you what this new status quo is. And no, I would, that's not I would really kind of hope for that, you know, going in. You know, you've done this big thing that you've told me is changing the world. Having me see it a little bit, that might be a yeah. good thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Well, one of the books that we're going to talk about tonight does give us a little look into it, but it's more confusing think, to me than it, actually anything say, else. I think it makes it way more confusing than anything yeah. we had earlier. And uh, I'll tell you, you would see from the uh, the podcast, you know, the what is it called? The name. Uh, we're doing Red Hood and the Outlaws and Supergirl tonight. And oh, Supergirl, title. yeah, I didn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, at first. the title. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> people would know already that we're doing Red Hood and Supergirl. We're doing two again, uh, like we Double like shot. to do. Double shot. Two of my books 
as well and two monthlies and i think that this was a good week for this because of like i said the buttons happening next week we're gonna have to deal with that we had oh, yeah. just done pretty much every issue we of reborn an entire month of freaking superman, of superman reborn so we're gonna we're gonna you know loosen it up a bit here and do red hood and supergirl and i'll tell you i liked one somewhat and and hated the other you can guess which is which eric uh but yeah you want to give it a start you want to get going right now you want to get Let's moving. going you want to get moving let me get my mm. notes here we're going to get moving we're going to start with red hood and the outlaws number nine written by scott liddell art by dexter soy veronica gandini and taylor esposito the who is artemis story is officially underway and if you are like me you've been waiting almost a year to get the dark trinity of jason todd artemis and bizarro together and kicking mucho asso that's how they say it in Karak, Eric. Mucho, Mucho asso. asso. Well, as long as you add a note of things, you're good. Well, we finally get that for a couple pages before Scott Liddell splits them up again. Don't worry, though, Eric. Things are still pretty interesting. Bizarro is helping some Karakian refugees. Jason Todd is seeing his past life come to life. His past come to life, I wanted to say. And Artemis may have found the key to getting the bow of Ra back in the form of her not-dead best friend, Aquila. Dexter Soy's art is fantastic, but I'm starting to get a bit tired of not getting what I wanted from this book at the start of Rebirth, Eric. And it, it brings up a quote. This is how I feel when I read this book. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> that, is, that is right, Eric. Like Milhouse said... When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? I've been wanting to see the, the three of them together as a team kicking mucho asso. Freaking Scott Liddell just doesn't want to give it to us. He, he no. really doesn't want to give. He wants I, you to work for it. It's not even. It's almost like he thinks that the minute that he does that, uh, the book's going to fall apart or something, or the, the magic's gone. That And it's it's starting to irritate me. It really is. Now, it, it is funny, too. I'm looking at the cover. Is that Wonder Woman on the cover in the background? A very odd cover. Now I, I, I don't, usually, don't usually look at covers. Nor do I. So weird. Uh, I guess maybe it must be a kill. I'm telling you, it looks a lot like Wonder Woman. But we, we start off the issue... And like I said, I'm, I, all I've wanted is the Dark Trinity together. And at the beginning, you kind of get that. They're, they're heading, the three of them kind are of. heading into Karak. Uh, for some crazy reason, Jason figures out the best way to get Bizarro involved is for them to fly to Karak in a plane that doesn't fly and have freaking Bizarro carry it. I'm telling you, it's, fly it's, it's in. so weird to me because, you know, I would like this whole scene, almost like on the Millennium Falcon, where you have these characters sitting around and talking yeah. before they go in. But, like, you know, uh, Artemis even brought up, like, you had to have Bizarro feel yeah. useful, didn't you? He has to fly this broken-ass junker of a plane yeah. into Karak for them. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is it because they don't have a pilot license? Where I, like, I, no, I, none of them can fly You don't a have plane? a license, Lisa. I, I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. I, I really – all you all have to do is have him fly outside the plane, you know, fly in the in the front. And it's so weird because in general, it doesn't really come into play that much. No. Because, it, you know, at one point they do get attacked by the Karagian airspace, you know, that the freaking guys come out. But really, Pizarro kind of just throws the plane up in the air. He fights these planes, and then the bow of rock seems to blow up. So it really doesn't have – it's just such an odd way. Like, Scott Liddell needed a, something for Bizarro to do, but you don't have to have that. 
No, you I'm could just you, have he the three been, of them he could flying have been in. inside the plane, yeah. as usual, or whatever. They could have hired someone to fly them to Karak, some yeah. underhanded, shady fucking smuggler guy. They could and they all could have been sitting in the cargo hold talking it over. You know, freaking Artemis and Red Hood, all they're doing is standing around and talking this entire plane ride yeah. there, and Bizarro is flying it in. I just yeah, don't like It's almost as if he's like, you know what? That fucking little peon Jim Werner, he wants this dark trinity to be together. I ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it to happen. But the, the weird thing about it is I didn't even realize what was going on until a little later when Artemis is like, couldn't we have at least been in a plane that flies? Um, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? The, oh, my God. They're, and then you see the plane as a piece of shit. Like, Jesus Christ, what, they couldn't afford anything? It's, it's so weird. Like, they could have just gotten, like, a, a fucking car seat. He could have flown them in on that. It, it's just odd. But as they're going – yeah, as they're going in the Karak, uh, you get a very odd call out. You have Jack Ryder there for GNN News, who's What's the giving, creeper doing in Karak? Yeah, he's the creeper. Uh, if anybody didn't know, this is a legacy character, the creeper, who was recently in Deathstroke. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, hey, this is Jack Ryder here bringing you no reason shocking for me to be there yeah, um, shocking footage from Karaki City. Uh, you know, and we're like, what's going on? I'm like, okay, uh, I'm on board. I like the Creeper, and I think that he'd be pretty cool in this book. You don't oh, yeah. get anything. I don't even know if we're going to get anything from him. Maybe we'll get him later. Maybe it's just like, hey, we need this uh, news report. It'd be cool to have Jack Ryder give it. So I guess. I, I'm, not I'm telling sure. you, it's so weird because it is GC, uh, the GCN, where it is Gotham City Network. But, uh, it's Actually, just it says GNN, so it's probably Gotham News Network. Same yeah, Gotham. Deal, I'm though. sorry. Yeah, 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 you're, yeah. you're right. Same deal. Uh, but the thing is, it's so weird because we have our heroes traveling from Gotham, and we also have a Gotham News team. Yeah, like, yeah. Why does it's, it's very odd have to why be in he Gotham would be here? there. Yeah, yeah. So he's there. But uh, in the meantime, he gives you the info. It's more of like you have Jason Todd's narration of going into Karak, and we'll get to that in a minute too of what he's saying about going back to Karak. But in the meantime, you have to set up this General Amid, and I'm saying, is it Heinle? Heinle? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I actually just tried to like skip over it. I, I just kept saying Heinle, but like, you know, Heinle hole. It's a Heinle hole. I, I got it's you. Heine. General Heinle. Yeah, Ahmad Heinle. We'll say Heinle. But uh, he's there. He yeah, is ruling the nation with an iron fist, Eric. And as they're going in, you know, they're going to find the bow raw. And the, the the news report is there's been an explosion. And Jack Ryder's saying there's this explosion in the city. The city's laid to waste. And we don't know the uh, the UN is you know wanting to know what sort of weapon of mass destruction does this general have and. Uh, uh, Artemis right away knows it's it's not a weapon of mass destruction that's made by man's hand. Well, this saying, is the bow of Ra. We saw in the prelude to this story last issue where you know yeah. her whole backstory is that when uh, Aquila became you know possessed by the bow of Ra when she became yes. the Shimtar of her village, it like uh, she was fucking launching this shit all over her own village. Yeah. So she yeah. had seen this explosion. Yeah, she over knows and over what again. this explosion yeah. is, and she knows it now right away. That throws in something now. You do get a little bit more information here that I'm not sure that I really understood. I don't know if you did as well. Um, 
before it just seemed like this bow was just shooting around, she was trying to find it. I was not really 100% aware that the only person who could use the bow is a shimtar, the person who is destined to be the wielder of the weapon. The way right. it seemed to me this thing was, you know, could be used by other people was just the shimtar that was the weapon they were given. It was taken from them uh, in the like battle the like we saw. For like Wonder Woman. Show yeah, like yeah, that. that if I picked it up, I could use it. Uh, and that was the that to me that was the danger of somebody else having this bow that you right. could get somebody like this general. But later on, uh, Artemis even spells it out. I was like, this doesn't make sense because I'm the Shimtar. I'm the only one who should be able to use it. But they even say, like, do you think that this guy is the you know this general is the one who bought it because they did get uh, Black Mask's intel. Black Mask sold the bow to somebody in Karak, so it makes sense. It's here. Well, it's so weird, though, because, you know, we, we know that Black Mass then sold it to, like, in General Heine Hall or whoever. Yeah, finally. When we had the freaking last issue, when we found out all of this information about, you know, Artemis's background and Aquila and shit like that. Yeah. It seemed that the freaking bow just went missing at the end of that yeah, story. Yeah, it's just a- afterwards, when Wonder Woman showed up and they fought and Aquila died, in the aftermath of this big battle, the bow had gone missing. The bow had, and that—that's what she's been. She's been searching for it since because it did go missing. So it's such an odd concept that you know somehow it got to Black Mask, went to Gotham, he sold it. To well, and that was how—that was why she ended up going toward to Black Mask because, and then she found it. But yeah, it, it is an odd way of you know it's a roundabout way that it went from where they are, it like really because it's spelled out that. Where they lived, where Artemis and Aquila lived, was close to Karak. It went yeah, the all hidden, the way, seemed to go all the way to Gotham, of Karak, only yeah. to go back to Karak. But, and she does say, like right away after that, she says, "I if this doesn't make sense. I'm the only one who can use that bow. Uh, only a Shimtar can wield it. And I actually was like, well, that that's something new to me. Why would somebody buy it then? Why would you be – because I think that – People who would know about this bow, and this bow, you know, it's a star killer. You know, it can shoot down the sun. Uh, People would know the background of this because it it see it does seem like in this universe this is Black something that Black some Matt people know. Didn't seem to know about it. He didn't know, but he did. But maybe that's why he sold it. I mean, that yeah. why would he need it? And it was weird though to me at that point. Like, why would he sell that? Because remember, at one point they even spelled out like, "This is odd. Black Mask is just a normal Gotham criminal. Why does he want to have something that would take over the world?" They really pushed that in one issue. I think Jason was even wondering, like. Why the hell would he want this? This is not something that a black mask would want. He's more into, you know, little crime and stuff like that, you know, in the city. And it was weird that that wasn't spelled out more before, even if black mask would have said, you know what? I I wanted to get my hands on this, but what can I do? It doesn't work for me. Or if that was the case and he had it, once he got Artemis, don't you think that he would have been like – Hey, you know, lady, I almost called her the B word. Hey, lady, you show me how to use this because they, they, he would know. It, it's just odd that all of a sudden I'm like, okay. So well, then, I think it's, I think it's like spelled out right here just for when we is, have our cliffhanger. Yeah, it is. But that's what I'm saying. It's spelled out here. It seems like the game has changed a little. Right, it, it really kind does of. to it's, me. It just lets you know that like there's something else going on here, except, yeah. except for General Heine. Well, Hall. again, here and now it is. It is exploding everywhere. Karak, I, you know, Karak can say all they want, or I could say all I want to Karak. The fucking city's blown up. So, but it's weird to me that before it seemed like Artemis was after this, not only because she wanted it, but because she didn't want it in somebody else's hands. 
but right. it can't be used by anybody but her. So she thinks. Aaron. She doesn't so like other people thinks. playing with her shit. But she doesn't. Like, it's funny too. At one point, they're talking about you know magic and stuff, and and what this bow might actually be, and that, and then Artemis even throws shade at men, humans, man in particular can't Especially be trusted. Man. Like, oh my goodness. Well, then you then get the you basically thing. get a page recap of last issue. And I told you before that if they recap that goddamn prologue <laughs> that we had, I'll kill somebody. It's not that bad. You, but no, it's it does, a page and it goes very Here's fast the funny thing, though, up. to me. Again, though, it's almost like a – I don't know. It's like it's changed the story a little bit to me because to me, I know you've already said it. So maybe you didn't think the same. Akilah, to me, it wasn't the bow that drove her insane. It was, it was the gods that controlled and made her the Shimtar. To me, when she was made the Shimtar, it, it was more of what – kind of changed her but they right. did end with this like we even said oh this is setting up so we're afraid that if when artemis does get a hold of the bow she will get cut. but it didn't seem like the power of the the bow i i don't know but it, the thing i is, guess you know, it did i don't know exactly what goes into being a shimtar at this point so i couldn't jump to any conclusions because i would think it would be the gods but since i don't know exactly yeah. what gods are playing with yeah they they like worship egyptian gods and shit like yeah, that it's like an, i don't it's know like exactly the playing with who these gods are but it does me fully say now now entails. it's it's fully saying to us listen this bow can corrupt you. It, it, before, I'm telling you, last issue, I thought that maybe it was the gods that were yeah. uh, fucking playing around. Now it's pretty much saying, no, no, don't worry about that. Don't even get your head all fucking in a tizzy. Uh, it's the bow. The bow's power can drive you insane, so watch out. So it, it, another, it's another bookmark to put aside. And like, whoo, when she gets a hold of this, I hope it doesn't drive her insane. Keep getting little tidbits from Scott Liddell here. He just keeps yes. laying a little bit of information yes. out for you, now, explaining the story a little yes. bit. Like, yeah, he is. But shit. again, this is the problem is this story is starting to be a long form, slow burn story. And I don't want that from this book. I no, don't want not. that from this Trinity. I, I don't want this is fun ass adventures book. That's what I want. And it's starting to get to the point where I, I want to know when we're getting to the goddamn fireworks factory. But the other thing is they're heading to Karang and you're getting this whole backstory with Jason. That this is where he got killed by the Joker, that he's heading back to where he died. And he says, I've only been back here once. It was when me and Corey, and it's a weird call out, too, yeah. to say, hey, I was here with Corey when we had to say, Roy, and there is no, like, see this or that. That is legitimately from the New 52 issue number one of Red Hood yeah. and the Outlaws. It, it's, that's the, it opens, the New 52 Red Hood and the Outlaws opens with him going and saving Roy from Karak, and it, it, it gets it all right here. You know, he was there under trumped-up freaking charges and a military deal. Um, but yeah, it's weird this, because... This just throws a goddamn monkey wrench in yeah, the thing, Yeah, it does. It, it, there's some weird things here because Jason Todd died in Ethiopia. Back uh, in Death went, of the Family, the original back story in death was the family. Ethiopia. And, Yes, and when he went to Karak in that Red Hood and the Outlaws, there's no mention by him. Like, nope. hey, this is weird. This is, so you can't even say, listen, when the New 52 started, they changed it. Because then later, after Damien died, Damien Wayne died, Batman had these post uh, – Batman and Robin became this book where it was Batman and Red Robin, Batman and Nightwing. And there was the Batman and Red Hood. And it was when Batman was going through the different stages of grief. Yes. And uh, he ended up taking Jason back to where he died. And Jason was pissed. And he took him In back Ethiopia. there. Because he wanted to know 
like he was trying to figure out how to bring Damien back. Batman was, and he wanted to know since Jason had died, he wanted to take Jason back and know what happened here and how could you have done this and that. And he legitimately took him back to Ethiopia. In that issue, they spell Jason keeps saying to Batman the whole time. Where are we going? We're in Ethiopia. We're in Ethiopia. And he's getting angry, more and more angry because he realizes then, what the fuck are you doing, Batman? You're taking me back to where I died. It was in Ethiopia. Nowhere can I find spell out that Karak is anywhere near Ethiopia. The, no. the only place that you saw, you saw the same map I did. It's like wedged near I- Iraq and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's, and, it's, it's in between Iran and Saudi Arabia by yeah. the Persian Gulf right there. And I mean, this isn't even just like, oh, you know what? Uh, we're going back to close to it. I mean, they, they end up going back to uh, across the road from where he died. I mean, this is I mean, really... Yeah, no. he, he is, like, locked up when he, he is captured by the Karaki and fucking military. He is right across... In yeah. a fucking, like, a cell. Yeah, it's he right there. where he died, right yeah. across the way. He I'm like, sees the ruins of where he book? died, and I, it threw me off. Uh, and the really thing... The thing that just threw me off, because he said, I've only been back to Karak once. I'm like, wait a minute. Batman and him went back, and when I went back to that issue, I, I messaged you. I'm like, wait a minute. Batman and him were in Ethiopia, and you're like, yeah, well, fuck yeah, yeah. He died in sense. Ethiopia. But, yeah, we'll, we'll so get to that tech, even a little so more. So we do yeah. have a fucking monkey wrench in where Jason yeah. Todd died here. But we also have Jason Todd telling the truth because he has only been to Karak yeah, once. Yeah, he's only been to Karak once to get Roy out of prison. <laughs> so he got that. But they, they end up heading in there in Karaki airspace. And I said, this this cracked me up because you have this big uh, General Amid Heinle. And it's been spelled out. This guy is the supreme leader. He calls himself that. He also is the hardest working motherfucker in the business, Eric, because not only is he running the country as the supreme leader, he's also doing air traffic control. The guy, the guy has the biggest set of balls on him. He's, he's there. He's running air traffic control. As the supreme leader, because you know, Eric, a supreme leader has to run air traffic control. Oh, he, does he does everything. Karak is such a shitty place that the freaking, you know, the, the leader of the freaking country, his <laughs> office is in the air traffic yeah, control Air, air traffic control. And just uh, any random ship that comes in, he's, he's welcoming them in. They don't have to there. This is the most interesting yeah. thing Oh, going yeah, on he's the there. Country. He's looking at Beep, beep. He's looking at this freaking radar. Ooh, uh, but he says that then he, he steps it up then because, like I said, he has the biggest set of balls where now – he is going to admit they said the U.N. is looking into if he has ma- weapons of mass destruction. He basically says, hey, you've all seen what the fuck I've been able to do. Hey, he's laughing it up. He's fucking over the air. And then Jason it's, just responds by saying, yeah, well, Red Hood and the Outlaws are here. Like, saying, is he trying to up this? his fucking cred or something? Yeah, I don't know. Red Hood and the Outlaws. We're going to yeah. be on like everybody's watch list now. It would be because, because, yeah, really, because Red Hood and the Outlaws are here to kick your ass. I'm, I want him to come back with who? Who are you? And also, I, I, it's just so crazy that he is announcing <laughs> this fucking Heinle's announcing. Well, all that I can he, imagine, though, from like, you know, because we have already established this, something might be fucked up. But right now, the idea is only a Shimtar should be able to use the bow of Ra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him so, having this power seems almost like a terrorist who claims responsibility for something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. Do. So we, we don't so, know what's going on. But at this point, like you said, you're, you're getting this whole thing that on the outside of that, like maybe he has figured out. And even Jason says to Artemis at one point, well, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of resources, maybe. And I'm like, resources? The guy's working air traffic control. It's still working. I think that was his whole job. He doesn't want to quit. He he has to give his t- fucking two man. weeks notice. 
two weeks notice at the air traffic control. The other thing that makes me laugh is they send missiles up, and there's Bizarro. You know, Bizarro's holding the plane. How is there cobwebs still on the plane in the back? The back Somebody thing. spiders. Yeah, that fucking what? That can survive the flight from fucking Gotham to Karak? I, I don't really? know where they got this plane in Gotham. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know either. I, it I seems don't like know a at plane all. that went down in the Amazon jungle during just, fucking the 50s or something. Yeah, shit. really. It just makes me laugh. It, it, it's very big for just two people in there. Yeah. Why did they need to have that? Like, And also, it's. They like hey, to we'll, spread their legs. We'll go undercover. Not spread. It, it's the ghost <laughs> ship. Yeah. Ooh, that's no plane. That's the ghost plane. <laughs> I don't know what they're getting at. They're fucking cobwebs in the back. But yeah, it explodes. It like hits Bizarro. Uh, Bizarro says that I'm rude. He ends up fucking like throwing the plane up. It's a little odd sequence here because he does seem to like, he says pop up away, throws the plane up that fucking Jason and Artem, I don't know why you wouldn't strap yourselves down at any point while you're flying and a guy is flying you on his back like that. Uh, but uh, Bizarro goes and Jason even points it out he goes and attacks these jets he doesn't kill anybody he does you know and it's funny because well, jason is in midair flying probably hitting his head on the controls but he's like hey that's encouraging thing is jason says this we never actually see it because yeah, the last know, thing we, we saw of these pilots is it looked like bizarro had fucking ice vision yeah it's funny it's like he ice vision that one guy he's gonna end up like goose He's going to fucking try to eject and hit exactly. his head on the ice. That's all I can yeah. imagine, Mike. There's no way he can eject out because all he's yelling is eject. He can't. The fucking thing well, is frozen shut. Here's the thing. Maybe they Goose. didn't show it, but they do show something a, a couple pages later because that's when it looks like the Boa explodes. Now, again, you are fighting a – yeah, it's a Superman. He does see that. But, boy, he goes to this fucking Boa quick. Uh, you know what I'm saying. He There's option one, shoot a missile at the plane. Option two – Pretty much a nuclear blast and from I'm, the bow of Ra. I'm telling you again, though, I can't say for certain that fucking General Heinehall here is the one doing it. Yeah, I, I, I think that he he must be because why then would it happen? Again, I don't know. Well, we're we're pussyfooting around. Uh, at the end, Akila is shown to be alive. Uh, yes. But the other thing is. Does she even have the bow at the end, though? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Even see that, it now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know that she has the bow, so we don't know what's going on. But this thing is, it destroyed a city, and now it has attacked a plane that's just flying into Karak. It's an odd thing for the bow to be used just for this, uh, well, but the, we'll the see. Ge- the general was talking about, you know, you've seen my awesome power. How dare you enter my airspace? So he just going to show his fucking bro- well, hand Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that he must be doing, you know, he must have some sort of hand if that is. But case. maybe that is maybe it does switch around. But what I was saying about the pilot Fuck is you, when Blaine. the the fucking nuclear blast goes off in the Bora, and then Jason wakes up, and when he wakes up, he is in the plane, but it's frozen solid. So I think that that's what they're trying to say to you that when they did freeze, when Bizarro froze the other jet solid, somehow you can crash a plane as long as it's got ice around it. I do, There's I'm no problem. You, I, I'm looking at this fucking this destroyed plane around yeah. Jason Todd. It looked like Jason was just encasing ice himself, and he broke himself out of that yeah. ice. I'm like, I, I have no idea how you survived any of this, Jason. It yeah, doesn't because, make sense yeah, to me, but I'm going to go the with it. The plane is in a bunch of ice as well, and it's like on the wings, and it's and all he's over. On top but, yeah. of it. 
Yeah, while he's like coming out of it, and but yeah, he it looks like there's a hole that he kind of breaks through. The art, I love the art in this, uh, because he does seem to crack. I don't know. I love the art, but there are some points where there is some confusing progressions, and that's yes. one of them. Uh, but when he comes out, he is uh, people come. He's captured. He he's surrounded and captured. In the meantime, he even says like, "Hey, Artemis and Bizarro could be in twenty mile radius." I don't know how he knows Artemis. Could be like Artemis to me should be there with them, yeah, right? She, she no was reason, right there. Th- there's no reason not any of them. I'm like they should all still be together yeah, technically yeah. in my mind. You know, I Bizarro mean Bizarro could have flown off or something, plane. but yeah, but Artemis they should be there. But she's the not. Plane, yeah. He does not seem confused by this. Seems to make total sense to him. You see Bizarro, and this I think to me of all the things I think has the best potential for what's going to come up because Bizarro wakes up uh, there are refugees they're oh, refugees from the, the yeah same here they're refugees uh, from the general from that city that got blown up and they're they think that's Superman there and they're like Superman you know poking at him and he wakes up he's like no me and Bizarro but they say we need help the, the general's a bad guy and basically Bizarro says let's go you can come with me we're going to go find uh, you know Red Her and him meaning you know Jason Which Todd I and still, at this point though that he keeps saying it obviously this is how he considers you know uh, yeah. Artemis and Red Hood it's Red Her or Red Him and I don't know if I like it or if I hate it I'm telling yeah, you, I'm in I, a weird spot right I now. Like I'm like it. I think this that is gonna I, get think older, that it, I think that yes though. I think that within a couple issues he better start calling uh, Jason Jason and, and Artemis <laughs> Artemis and we even said <laughs> I I would even like I would like him to get another costume himself but I don't think that's gonna I happen. like that costume. Yeah, I, I just I I want Bizarro because it it keeps popping up. It keeps popping up. Up this Bizarro knows he is not Superman. Yeah, and it even comes in here. No, me and Bizarro. Now he does have memories from Superman. He is a clone. He was a you know a failed clone uh, that went fucking berserk, or the rest of his clones' brothers went berserk, and and they shut down the program. Lex shut it down. So he has these memories that he knows are not his. I really like that. I liked how that led to here. Uh, and I like that he wants to be, you know, he's starting to progress now, into being his own character. So this, I, I this do like. This just dawned on me for some reason, and uh, it's going to take us completely off topic of Red Hood. Is it going to be the costume? No, no, it's oh. going to be the idea of the clone Supermans have never turned yeah. out right. Is that because they were not a whole Superman? Yeah, that with could be. Energy? They could. They could spell that out. I wonder if they'll even say that. And it's a weird deal now. If that's the case, we're going to talk about Supergirl later. Uh, if that's the case with the if people only know the one Superman now, what memories does this you know Bizarro have? Exactly. Does he have Bizarro, uh, or does he have memories from pre-Flashpoint? Does he I'm have? Gonna, I'm going to say just because of his costume alone, this is going to be the pre-Flashpoint Blue Superman. He's going to yeah. be a clone of just yeah, because he yeah. has. That, that version's costume. That's yeah, that's what I'm with. saying. I thought you were going to say about which costume he had and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. But yeah, like you said, maybe that is why the Bizarro clones, that'd be a good explanation of why they always failed. It's yeah. because they weren't the full Superman. They were only one or the other. Uh, but yeah, I like Bizarro getting these fears. And I, I love Bizarro just being a good guy. And, oh, no, this lead, and this really can lead to a lot of that. And him learning, even with these... He's just you know, such a, like, a good, heroic dope. Yes, I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, he's he's a good guy at heart. He's just, you know, he's, he's Lenny. 
<laughs> you just don't get him near the rabbits, Eric. It'll be fine. And then you go to Jason. Jason's in, you know, this this freaking base thing, and he's there. And this is where things get a little wonky if you if you really sit and think about it. And it gets wonky if you don't because of what happens. Because he starts thinking about when he was in Croc. This feels familiar. He starts to think that maybe the Joker is involved with this. Yeah, and the Joker know, has brought him back to where he died because it's, it's a crazy. fucked up coincidence that he can yeah. look out the goddamn cell. Yeah, window he looks and out see the cell window, died. and that's where. Where he died, and he thinks, you know, he even starts saying to the people there that have him prisoner, like, where is he? You know, what's the fucking, where's the Joker? I don't need this fucking game. Where's this pasty-faced motherfucker? Tell him I'm here and whatever. And these guys are like, he's losing it. (laughs) And then even Jason's like, am I losing it? And then by the end, I completely agree that he is losing it when he's he's talking to his younger self. Because it's he's like, he's here, right here. Uh, It's not the Joker I'm talking about. It's me. It's him as Robin, bleeding too from his yeah. stomach, and it's very odd. And he's just the, looking at himself, wondering, "Is this what I'm going to be when I grow up?" Yeah, I might that's have been like little Eric off. Shea. Yeah. Like, really, I'm going to be a fucking comic book critic. I'm saying critic <laughs> with quotes too, because that sounds so pretentious. But yeah, you always say that if you would have oh, known, you would have had a review site and podcast, you would have fucking killed yourself. Yeah. And there, it's funny too. It's like there's the Robin there, and he's like. Is this what I become? Maybe I was better off dead. I'm like, I don't know. You're, you're looking pretty fucking good right there. Damn you know, right. he's there fucking looking fucking stacked, baby. What, what would he think is not good there except that know. he's captured? I don't know. little Eric Shea with his stupid fucking glasses and his fat goddamn gut. And he saw that? Saw Jason T- this is what I'm going to be when I grow up? Fuck. Hey, I can't wait like, to grow hey, up. Hey, am I getting a lot of trim? Exactly. Fuck yeah. I fuck Starfire. Holy shit. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I, I came here with Artemis. Artemis, uh, he wouldn't know who. I don't know who that is. Yeah, and then you go but I and bet you. She's pretty. I bet you she's hot. She's a redhead. Ooh, we love those. Except that Joker. <laughs> yeah, he's got green hair. They, they they go on and that freaking. There's uh, Artemis. There, you go to Artemis to end the thing where she's hanging upside down. And I'm, I'm telling you, she has a fucked up idea of like home sweet home. Yeah. Because she's there and she's like, hey, I'm here. I'm under the – I'm in the interrogation chamber a half a mile beneath the capital of Bana Migdal. And this is where – you know, where she grew up and all this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, how the fuck did you get there? I mean I – and also I don't know where there is. You know what Inside I mean? Inside the so labyrinth, like, Jim. It just she seems to like play as a child. so crazy. Well, I know, but I'm just saying geographically like is this far away? Is this no, no, right I'm telling you, Like it's uh, well, thrown – We saw in the last issue that – like the, the freaking their, – their hidden city. Like yeah. that was like surrounded by storms and shit like that that kept people out. It was like neighboring yes. Karak. Yes. And it's weird. It's it's just just her being there is odd. But yeah, is this that? And and then she's like, I know. I was always in this labyrinth. We played as a child with my friend. And then that's where she's like, I know. You know, no, this is impossible because somebody's talking to her and ends up being a kill. And you're like, oh, my God, I thought you were dead. And then Kila says, hey, let's go save the world. And she does not have the bow. So I am assuming that somehow somebody is using the bow. Yeah, she does. Uh, But, yeah, she has the axe like uh, that might be Artemis' axe. I think that is Artemis' axe. It's crazy that she would have the axe, too. Uh, But, yeah, she's there. And I want to know who or what has the bow, doesn't have the bow, how they're using it, whatnot. 
uh, because it doesn't make sense unless somebody else can use it well, other you, than sure the shimtar. Yeah, I do too. It's just again, uh, and that's the end. That's the big cliffhanger. Kill is alive, and she wants to go back to uh, you know go to save the world, which to me is getting the bow back with Artemis. Which is, so I'm that's, you, cool. that's such a kind of a forced cliffhanger though, because we had to have that prelude issue shoved in yes. there so we knew who Akila was yes, for this whole yes. thing. So we yep. only had one issue to find out who Akila was, and then the next. And to maybe find that out was why. Alive. Maybe that was because when the editorial they were reading like boy you really have to set up a kill a little better than that little you know forced in one page and then they did uh but yeah i i don't know how things went but that prelude did seem to be forced in um i just i just want fun and we're not there yet we really aren't to me. Look, and I was having a lot of fun to... with everything Bizarro. I, I'm yeah, Bizarro, I love. The failed clone Bizarro is one of my favorite things yeah. in the goddamn oh, yeah. world. And I whenever could, he's I featured, could... I'm happy as hell. Now, again, I say I could see a whole issue of Bizarro with the, the refugees and all these people trying to get back their, their country or getting out of the city and stuff like that. But again, that's kind of my biggest complaint for the book so far. We're on issue nine. And the, the way I can explain it, I love Jason and Bizarro together. I love their interaction. I love Jason and Artemis together. I love their interaction. The little bit of Artemis Bizarro we got, which was basically just them them fighting, fighting, was still okay. They fucking back and forth or whatever. We haven't had the three of them together, really. Every time you have Jason and Artemis together, they're talking about Bizarro. Even this one, hey, I see that he's not killing people. Oh, that's, you know, that's great. I I see, you know, it's almost like Artemis and like Bizarro, you know, it's like that Jason's their intermediary guy. Like she's a friend of Jason. But not yeah. Bizarro. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They're only friends. Friend She's yeah. a friend of a friend. Yeah. You're not going out with, you know, Bizarro and Artemis aren't going out for drinks. No. But if Jason calls both of them, we'll go and they'll be a, a threesome. Uh, I'm sure every, I had uh, me and my buddy, uh, Brett. Uh, I'm also a good friend with my one friend, Herb, but Herb and, and Brett would never go out. But we'd yeah. hang out all the time, but they would never go out, you know, those two. Yeah. Uh, but it's just weird. I just want them together so out and about. And I hope – and again, this is who is Artemis, so I'm not sure we're even going to get that. And they're separated, so I don't know we're going to get that until the end of this arc. But then again, the next one might be who is fucking Bizarro. Exactly. And That's what I was thinking the whole time. You know, once we get done this, it might just end up to a Bizarro well, and story. Well, it may be – Jason Artemis going back and trying to figure out the clone bit at LexCorp and things like that, that may be that day. But still, I want to have fun with the three of them. And the weird thing about it is when this called out that Roy was in Karak and Jason went back to save him, I did go back to that first issue of Red Hood and the Outlaws to see, to remember, okay, it was the first issue. Jason went and saved Roy and then within two pages it's Red Hood and the Outlaws. They are together. Oh, yeah. They're having fun. They're freaking well, – freaking, I know that people were very upset about the over-sexualization of Starfire. But she was – you know, she wanted to sleep with Roy. Then she was sleeping with Jay. It was crazy. Yeah, that's what they do. But, but it was like right away you got the three of them interacting right away. And, and this – we just – it's such a slow burn. And I don't want it slow burn from – this should be the action movie book. Oh, this great. should be the popcorn fucking movie uh, book. And it just hasn't really been – that much yet so i'm hoping i still gave it an eight out of ten i love the art i love the shit with bizarro so much uh the the jason stuff confused me but again 
he does seem like he might have a concussion, Eric. Maybe he's remembering shit wrong. I don't know. I don't know. You may even find out that that isn't even the fucking, you know, the ruins of where he died anyway, that it's just something playing with his head. I don't know. If Jason knows anything, this should be the one goddamn thing he knows. It's just weird to throw it out. They're they're just like, like... Reimagining yeah, his it's such a weird now? thing, though, to just call out that he ends up there, and they haven't done anything with that fucking, you know, the the ruins. No. Why haven't they cleaned it up? Why it's a they... poor country. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Call that supreme leader. If he could take off from that fucking, you know, air traffic controller job, he probably works on some construction crew. Thing the guy is, has Jim, 10 jobs, they, Eric. They did rebuild it or they cleared it away. That was within that 10 years that was taken away from the new 52, and though. Now so, it's a, and also when Superman uh, became uh, Superman Reborn, uh, somehow it, it went back to what it was. I exactly. What would you give it? I'm telling you, Jason Todd ever since the New 52 is my favorite Robin because they totally ruined yeah, Red Robin yeah. with this whole thing. But so right away, I will read any Jason Todd books. I always have a good time with them. I'm not a huge like you know I'm I like Artemis. I'm not huge on her. Like I'm not a huge yeah. fan and I don't know a lot about her. But I love Bizarro. So you love that right Bizarro. There, two out of three right away. I love. So yeah. we got that going for us. We're not getting them together though, like you're talking about. Yeah, I just need it. But the thing is, where I will read any Red Hood book. I am getting so goddamn tired of only dealing with the death of Jason Todd. It seems like yeah. every arc we have to bring it up and deal with it. And I'm like, yeah, you know we what, know guys? That. We yeah. have to move on from this point because yeah. we're, I'm not having any fun with it anymore. It's fucking ridiculous. And now to fucking go and change where he yeah, died. And, and you're saying that I didn't even think connection. fully in it. Yeah. I, I and, didn't even think anything of it. They really, that was really stressed in the Black Masks shit too yeah. about how Batman did. Yeah, Every just, goddamn thing. Yeah, it is yeah. When you have Jason Todd, you can only talk about his death. There's no place to move on from apparently yep. because you can't move forward. You can only move back with Jason Todd. Yeah. And I'm getting sick of it. I love the art in this book. I can't wait to see where we're going with it. But like, because of the fucked up continuity and just forcing Jason Todd to deal with his death again and forcing us to read about it again, I'd have to give it a seven point five out of ten. Ooh, seven point five. I thought you were yeah, gonna go six. No, no, I'm the art's still, too good. I, I and I still really enjoyed the issue. Yeah, Everything I do. Fucking I like Jason it. and uh, Bizarro, I love. It's I even just I want more. Artists. I just want more exactly. Yeah, I, I just need more. Well, we're gonna move on to the next book. Which is Supergirl number eight, Eric. Supergirl number eight. Hooey. <laughs> you ready for this one? I'm ready, Written baby. by Steve Orlando. Art by Mateus Barguera, Michael Itea, and Steve Wands. The yeah, Wands. Steve Orlando. Give... You fucked it up. What's that? So the one name you could actually say you fucked it up. Steve Wands. Steve Orlando gives us an issue that is having a bit of an identity crisis, Eric. Identity I'm not crisis. biting. I don't know what you want from me here. <laughs> you love identity crisis, right? Right? Come yeah, on, but bite. I like this drink I'm trying to take while you keep God doing this. Damn to you! Is it a one a Superman Reborn aftermath issue, Eric? It's more than Action Comics. Yes, kind of. I said. Don't you interrupt me now? I wanted oh. you to interrupt before, and then fucking you know, no scrubs here with you, Eric. Right. Does it tie up the Emerald Empress plot from the Justice League versus Suicide Squad event? Kind of. Kind of. Is it a big issue? No, it Is it a big issue that gives us answers about Saturn Girl and Rebirth in general? No. No. Not at all. This issue was supposed to be something big, and anyone who bought it because of that should get a full fucking refund. And DC Comics and Steve Orlando should be ashamed of themselves for not coming out and telling people any different. This is the biggest bait and switch that we have had 
in a long time, and this starts with that goddamn Batgirl annual. I think that Batgirl annual was better. That's what started it, though, but because of that, I heard people, I thought myself, that the Batgirl annual seemed to be like, okay, this is going to be cool because they spelled out in uh, Just League versus Suicide Squad that when Emerald Empress left, that Superman said, ooh, I'm going to have to look into all this nonsense, and it said, see Supergirl. And it was going to come up. So when Supergirl was going to be in the Batgirl annual, and it spelled out Batgirl and Supergirl go to Arkham Asylum to figure out what's going on with a crazy patient, people were like, okay, I'm grabbing that annual. Damn this right. is going to be great. And really, this is going to set up what's going to happen in Supergirl going forward. Okay, you get that annual. They they weren't even in Gotham. They weren't no, in. They they shit. ended up at a DEO black site where they ended in up National getting City. Frostpoint. Yeah. There was no Saturn girl. It was nonsense. There was no nonsense. So, so then what happened is I heard people, and again, I was right with them. Okay, that didn't work out. They didn't want to tell a big thing in an annual. I've always told you that, that you know, yeah. you can't do – people skip annuals. Young Eric Shea, he ain't fucking he spending money on an annual. annual. No. An annual. Uh, but yeah, he, he was buying whiskey at 12. No annuals. I was uh, stealing whiskey at twelve. So what? Yes. Well, when that and, and you needed bail money. When, when this you whole annual caught. thing happened, then you you were led to believe in it. I did. Okay, they didn't want to do that, but we'll get to the Supergirl thing. And I, I'm not one that looks at solicits and things like that, but. Yeah. I got word, okay, this is the issue. This is the issue where Superman shows up. Superman's showing up. That means they must be dealing with this. The cover has Emerald Empress. Okay, I'm going to buy this. This is one of the books. There are people out there who aren't buying every book. Not everybody's a goddamn Rockefeller like you, Eric. Fucking working left and right. 18 jobs like that guy from Red Hood. The thing about it is, if you if you go to the comic book shop, you have a pool list, and if you're a normal yeah. comic book reader, Supergirl's not on it because it's no. garbage. But yeah. if you're at the comic book shop and you see this cover, Supergirl number eight says Superman Reborn Aftermath, and yep. at the bottom of it, from the pages of Justice League nope. versus Suicide Squad, yeah. Emerald you think Emperor this is like, important? Holy fuck, I am and, buying this issue. And what I was going to say is some people don't buy every book, but they want to buy the important ones. Yeah, and you want to buy the important ones. All right, but let's just get on with it. Here we go, Eric. Are you ready? I'm you ready. ready for this trip called Supergirl. Uh, well, I, well, I, I was ready off, until you told me it's Supergirl. You no, know, it starts off above National City, or as the hipsters say, the National. Uh, Eric, the National, and uh, Cal has shown up, and I do like this. We we haven't had a lot of interaction in general with Supergirl no, and we Superman haven't for a had long time any since the final days of Superman, where he yeah, died yeah. and gave Kara the key to the yeah. fortress because he yeah. knew he was going to die. So he shows up here, and they're like, "Hey, you know, you get the whole deal." She's like, "Hey, it's great to see you," and then she says, "I did not expect to see you so soon," and I'm uh, right away. That's the first page. I'm. What the fuck do you mean by that? What does she mean by, I didn't expect to see you so soon? You don't uh, understand. Well, the thing is, too, I didn't expect to see you so soon. And then she goes on the next page because you threw me off there like, you were gone so long. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. You're so how's so Lois? I just, is it because of how this ends up? Because I'll just say it right now, Superman says later, you know, only because it is the national Kryptonian day of telling the truth. I swear Eric. to God, that fucking. Why have that? Off. 
Uh, is, is Superman going to lie if, if he doesn't is, have it's that? It's because they, Kryptonians are known to be fucking liars. They're terrible yeah, goddamn people. I think Every so. time they come I to Earth, they're, they're fucking goddamn, monsters. They're stinking liars. Uh, but yeah, they have that. But it's like you know what, Sarah. I usually lie my ass off when we're around, but since it is the Kryptonian fucking day of truth, I'm going to be straight yeah. with you this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I lied all these all these years. You know, my I'm telling you, we were talking uh, about this earlier today, and all it reminds me of it was it Life Day in that Star Wars yeah, holiday yeah, special? It's life and I'm like, day. Yep. why do we need this? You're just yeah, fucking I just, ruining why, things for no reason. To me, too, it's like you need Superman and Supergirl to have this like in where they have to have to tell the truth because of this day. Fucking nonsense! But like, uh, I just imagine, the, like, unless like Steve Orlando is like, unless I put this in, all the all the readers are going to sit in there. Superman's a liar. Yeah, like, he's a liar. No, he, like no his, yeah, it's it's, it's just ridiculous. It's like the the opposite day of the movie Liar Liar. Yeah. I, what is, what are they doing? What's, what are they and doing? What's Steve though, Orlando so doing? With this whole idea, you know, it is the fucking Kryptonian day of truth. Whatever nonsense you want, he's going to be straight with Kara about. Everything that he everything, knows, what we everything. experience with the reborn arc, and what the world means yeah. now that Superman and, has. And what I was getting together. at is, is but, later he's going to tell Kara, "Listen, and this is a big thing. If it's true that everybody, uh, they only they don't remember there being two Supermen." There, yeah. Nobody's going to remember the two Superman. No, now, it does throw monkey wrenches all around because, no, you know, stop. we'll even go in the Superwoman book. How then does Lana think she got this power? Because if she it got wasn't it from when from, Superman died. And I guess, but it's the one Superman that died. Yes. Whatever it happens. But the thing about this is, I just want to know where you get a progression of, I didn't expect to see you so soon. You've been gone so long. I, How does that make sense? How does that make sense? This is just – this is Steve Orlando's dialogue. People just say things to say things and nobody's listening to each other or what they're saying well, because that, that's like me saying, hey, Eric, boy, I didn't expect to see you so soon. Boy, I haven't seen you in a long time. Which is it? Like, but no, what are they – I'm telling you, we have this concept here. This should be a big issue. We have Emerald Emperor showing up. We have the whole, you know, Reborn explained. And right away, though, I am thrown off and th- made to feel that this is not as important as we have been dealing with because of the goddamn art and how Well, this is the problem. Is. I said in my in my review, I, I didn't want to say, like, full out, but you, you do have this book. This is the Supergirl book, and I, I hate to say it. I hate to be, like, a guy who sounds like an asshole or a, a jerk, but this is, like, a dumbed-down version of the, the universe here. Yeah. This is this book, because of the art style. I said the art style fits the book, but the book itself is a bunch of nonsense. To me, it is. It's it's a very dumbed-down version of things. That it, it just – I don't understand, and Cal – or I don't know. Superman here (laughs) is even like he has been affected by National City must have a dumb fucking, you know, the dumb alert goes off when anybody shows and they get infected by dumb. Because you say that, me, I think he actually went back after this and had his adventure in Action Comics and was still fucking dumb. Yeah, he was maybe. dumb as shit. Uh, he was still well. fucking punch drunk. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they spell it out. Hey, it's the day of truth. Name for Val Lore. Killed under the Varnish Yoke. Uh, what are Name you talking Valor, about? Huh? And, and it's supposed to be one of these like, oh, it's so neat to have the two Kryptonians together. Kara says twice. It's so great to speak Kryptonian. Uh, she says it twice in this book. We get it. We get that it's nice there, uh, but the whole day of truth all, seemed to be all just a setup so that Supergirl could have a catchphrase and a fucking action deal because all of a sudden they hear somebody getting attacked. You see this guy help anyone. What happened to that guy? 
Oh, he's dead now. Yeah, I think he's dead because all that is is to be like he seems to be attacking or he's caught in the crossfire. But Emerald Empress has arrived in the national, Eric. And I keep saying that because Superman threw this book. bothers me. Twice he says, hey, you're a hero here in the national. Like, where, where are you getting this? Now, here we go. Here's where I don't like Steve Orlando as well because all of a sudden that – there's Emerald Empress. She's there. Shit's going wrong. Supergirl in one panel says, Cal, Emerald Empress is mad. Whatever she blames me for, I haven't met her until today. Why would she know who that is? I don't know. I, you, I, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she reads the paper about the maybe. shit that went down during Just Lee versus Suicide but Squad. It and maybe. Named, I don't know. I'm telling you. This maybe. is me fucking jumping to conclusions. Yeah, I'm it dr- just like gets fucking- me angry to have that. She spells her, oh, Emerald Empress is mad. Why does she blame me? I haven't met her until today. And then you go, and the next panel, there's Emerald Empress who says, I tracked Saturn Girl across centuries. Okay, we're getting yep. some good shit, yep. thinking she was the one who destroyed my life. Okay. But instead, she showed me the truth. Is she whoa, saying whoa, whoa, she whoa, whoa, meaning whoa. the I, or is she mean Saturn Girl? No, she because it Saturn seems girl. like she means Saturn Girl. You know. When did you get a hold of Saturn girl and what did she tell you what truth did she show you when are we going to see this what the fuck are you talking about well you know why she showed her the truth it is Kryptonian National Truth Day no it is and you know what Saturn girl would have to you know she would still go by that (laughs) I think Saturn girl this is me Emerald Empress comes back she's tracked her across centuries she comes back finds her in Arkham it was you Saturn girl you bitch I'm going to kill you what me No, no it was Supergirl Shit! She <laughs> fucking flies off and whoo! Dodge that bullet. <laughs> That's what I think happened. I, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm and now you, it feels like we skipped an entire story yeah. to get to this because last we saw in Batman, I Am Suicide, Saturn Girl was just Jane Doe and Arkham just sitting there. Yeah. Nobody knows who the fuck she is, and we have not seen her besides that since the rebirth. Now she you're was going, and, and I'm assuming that Steve Orlando. Is privy to some info and whatnot, and that's going to – because if he isn't, then he is really playing with fire oh here, Eric, God. because it's nonsense. Plus, just the art style uh, in that one where she says – where Emerald Empress is yelling, I tracked Saturn Girl across yeah. centuries. I will give you one thing. At least the Eye of Ekron is round, unlike freaking – what's his name? Uh, goddamn Riley Rossimo at one point. Yeah, the thing crazy. was all fucking crazy shapes. But that that panel – she looks exactly like Supergirl. I think she's mad. She thinks she stole her fucking look. Uh, but yeah, they go, and this is where you keep going. Where they're getting attacked. Supergirl's like, "Huh, that eye. It has something to do with magic. It hurts us." Wait, Eliza's manual that we know nothing about. Magic nope, works on of. everything, everything except iron, and throws a fucking engine at what appears to be maybe the. I, but it looks no, more no. to hit, hit Emerald she, Empress. I'm you, that's the thing is, she completely straight on hits Emerald yeah. Empress with this engine. But it's supposed then, to be then, the eye. Exactly, because then she's talking about, you know, I have to like leave before the eye is shattered, shit yes, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is yeah. not matching up at all. And I'm telling you, right off the bat, are the origin of, you know, Emerald Empress and the eye of Elkron, it has changed a lot every, yeah. all over the years and shit like that. But for the main continuity, from what we're dealing with, it even goes back to some old continuity that was kind of retconned, but that seems like we're playing with anyway. Hear me out here. Yes, I, I know where you're going. Sui- Just League versus Suicide Squad, it was kind of spelled out that the eye was somehow connected to the um, the emotional spectrum of willpower, yes. yep. hence the green thing, and that's why it wouldn't attack Jessica. Not uh, magic. Clues in that. 
Not magic. Not, Not magic. magic at all. Nope. And it, it, they even spelled out more because you said it, it's a common, it's a legacy thing. Superman fucking falls from the sky, he lands, and then he's like, I, fine, I hate magic. And, you know, yeah. that's when Emerald Empress disappears, says, hey, I'm going to go. A lot of people hate you. I'm going to be back. Uh, you like, you haven't seen the last heal. I'm like, I don't know what your eye has to heal yeah. from, bitch. Fucking, it didn't get hit at yeah, all. Really? I know. And, and uh, there we go. She's gone. So that is – this is the big thing that people wanted. You mentioned Saturn Girl in one word bubble and basically yep. say that Emerald Empress has gone and seen Saturn Girl and Saturn Girl pointed her towards the direction of Supergirl, which makes no sense because Saturn Girl is a good guy. Why would Saturn Girl even conspire at all with Emerald Empress except, so like six, I said – six pages in, the, we're done with the Saturn yeah, we're done. Girl, Emerald we Empress. We are done. We're done. We're done with all that that most people – Grab this issue for you're done in a point where you don't even know if it made sense and if it carries on and if it's just nonsense. It, it and man, it I'll seemed like you, just nonsense. It's man. nonsense. And now Kara is upset. Oh, why did she keep saying that? I destroyed her life. I don't even know her. And I don't know Superman. either. Goddamn yeah. it. Yeah, and then Superman's like, oh, she's from the future. Listen, she knows that you'll inspire people in the national. And maybe God, one of them Superman. becomes a hero, and maybe she knows you will become a hero. And there's super. It's easy for you to say, "What is going on?" In the meantime, you want to get even more pissed off. There's Batgirl just watching them. She's yeah. watching them, and you had Batgirl on the cover again, where this cover seemed like, "Holy shit, shit is going down." Yeah, in this we got issue. we got Emerald Empress, Supergirl, Superman, and Batgirl. Fuck, yeah. this thing's amazing. Yeah, and even to the point where, where does this go in the continuity or time frame of that last that that Batgirl this has annual? To happen before because in my mind. it has to. You would think, but you you have Batgirl there looking. It doesn't say anything to spell out where it would go. But, yeah, you have her peeping, and it, it just seems weird. Well, now they're going to go for a walking tour of the National, said again. And uh, there's Superman's like, hey, it's, it's you know, it had to be strange to leave New York. And now I'm like, what's going on? Because now I'm, I'm t going back to the rebirth number one of this book where she's only been on Earth a couple months. And, it's and now everything. she has to try new food, so we have to spend pages with, you know, yeah. spam musubi. I'm like, I, I, just, I, I don't how care How long was she nonsense. in New York in this continuity? Because they were spe it was spelled out she was only on Earth a couple months, which made yeah. no sense to the whole New 52. And, uh, you know, whatever. But she was in New York at that one point. But, yeah, now it's like, hey, Eliza and Jeremiah, they wanted me to try new food. Food. So how about you do this? We're going to have Spam Musabi. As she says, it's popular in Hawaii, which it is. I've actually had this, and I really do like it, though I've never been in Hawaii and never will be. Uh, and she gets a call. She gets a call from Eliza, and there's two things about this that is, like, nonsense. She it's, says, no, hold no, it's on. It's all nonsense. Oh, she gets the call. She says, hold on. It is Eliza. Okay. She answers the phone, and there's Eliza, and it's like, I'm telling you, this seems – I can't even explain how this conversation and this is. It's like, hey, saw you fighting that orb woman, Iron, right? You've been reading your manual. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's, it's like I, I can't even tell you how infuriating this dialogue is to me. And, and she's like, yeah, you know what? Later tonight, can I text you? Yeah, say hi to Superman. And then they t hang up, and then Cal has this – Hey, I could hear Eliza's heartbeat as you talked. Oh, really? Oh. It sounded like my mom's. She really cares. Oh, so we need Superman to tell us again 
that Eliza cares. And then throws in the, you're still struggling with those contractions, aren't you? Because she said, it is Eliza. I I wish she would have said, no, I I just like to speak proper English. This is fucking forced as shit. It's so forced. And then she's like, hey, you know what? I have to be honest with you because it is the day of truth. And I'm telling you, these reveals that they have with this day of truth, the the reveal is things are going well enough, but it's not the same for you and me. Being a teenager is hard. Yeah. Being a teenager is hard, and you had a family right away as a baby, and I didn't. And, you know, I had to leave a Krypton that I knew. You left before it exploded, whatever. But nothing's resolved. Nothing happens. It's just them. Uh, I'm telling you, I was completely thrown off. This might be a classic Superman thing that I have somehow overlooked over the years, over the many years that I've been reading comics, Jim. The train inside the Fortress of Solitude where you fucking make dinner and eat. I know yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. about this. No. I, as far as I know, I've never seen this before. It is very off-putting when you turn the page, though, and see a train inside of yeah. a fucking yeah, ice they're fortress. In a where train. They're, they're riding like, in the train in the you – know, maybe it's a maybe it's a legacy thing. It's okay. I, say, I don't recall it. Yeah, though, it's it just really crazy. Me off, but like, again, it's, going on? again, it's like some the tr- of these – the Polar Express? Yeah, it's like some of the things in this dialogue, uh, to, like things are added for no reason. This day of truth did not have to be uh, happen oh. because – Clark and and Kara love each other. They would always tell the truth to each other. You would guess. Uh, it's just weird. But the the other thing is, it, like there she's like, hey, you know what? Earth did accept me. I'm like, what is going on? Like two days ago, your dad attacked, and fucking the whole city was almost destroyed by Kryptonians. And if I was anybody in National City, I'd be the Lex Luthor who was like, "Fuck yeah. this, Supergirl." That's she what just I'm saying. But, ru- but no, even while they're going around, Superman's like, "Hey, look, they all accept you. They have your symbol on. Everybody loves you." I'm like, "That's the symbol that fucking those goddamn goddamn Kryptonians had when they were attacking and killing people." <laughs> Can I Jokerize my fries here in the National? Uh, but th- th- here we go. We go to the Fortress of Solitude, and I do like John oh, on the in Polar this, Express. and I like John and Kara. They're, yeah, on the Polar Express. John and Kara are the best part of this, only because it- it's neat for You've John to have his cousin. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah. a, sec- a cousin once removed. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Like that's awesome. Yep, and he's he's little John, even though I hate the art for him. He looks a little older than he should, and he's like, hey, did you go to school? Is there air on Krypton? Like, he wants to know all these questions, and it's really cool. Of course there's air on Krypton, There's no air, you stupid moron. Uh, But this is where you start getting the reborn stuff because they're talking, they're eating, and uh, they're talking to John about it, and there's no, like, man, I didn't know you had a baby because this is how it is. And they go... And even with uh, with Lois, this is one of the things that it points out because they're talking about working at CatCo. And she says, I see you have Grant's banner. And she's like, you know she has a room to plot against you? And then she goes, of course I do. I have bug. I have the whole office bugged. And that's where you get the idea that Lois, that's Lois now, the, the Lois yeah. of the New 52 and whatever. It goes from there, right? Right. I had to cough. I was trying to get you to say oh, something. I was trying I, I to lead you, you into a conversation. I had no idea. Oh, I, I, there wasn't much one to be had. I, I just put it a halt and I'm like, well, how am I going to get him to talk about? So they're, they're talking about this and yeah, you get I'm the whole thing. She says nothing that. nothing here. It is the, no. There's more of that nonsense that we had where Kat, like Kat Grant was talking about how she had a special room to hide from Lois Lane. I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn, we're going to have to go back to this because it was fucking just stupid and forced before. It was. 
But then she's like, hey, I work with this guy, Ben Rubel, and he's kind of funny around me. And uh, like Lois and Clark are like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, a yeah. little sexy talk here. I'm like, I, I don't get that. From that. <laughs> I think that he's actually pretty evil, but we'll see. And then they decide, let's go play a game of throw the spaceship. What is this? I don't know. See, I, I want to paint a picture for you. Superman is in, like in the Arctic around the Fortress yes. of Solitude. Yep. Kara's on the moon, She's and on they're the moon. throwing a spaceship back and forth to one another. And I'm like... Yep. Superman and I, spaceship. And, and I'm telling you, no, it appears to be the fucking Superman spaceship that I had as a kid from the Kara yeah. Superpowers action Yeah, that's figures. what it looks like. It looks like a Superpowers, you know, action figure spaceship. And that's even it. as a child, I'm like, why does Superman need this? Yeah, yeah. Why does he need it? And why are you playing Catch the Spaceship? I mean, like, is this a football to them? Is that where they're trying to go with them? I'm it's, sure there are people who are like, oh, man, that was so terrible. cool. No, like, it is Why are terrible. you doing that? And that's where Superman then has to remind everyone, hey, it's the day of truth, right? So I have to be honest, and this is what I want to tell you what happened. He does tell you. Now, this is the next thing in line is that he tells what happened during the Superman Reborn. So him, Lois, and John seem to know what had happened. The three yes. of them know this has happened kind of and going but now it does say that somebody else was doing this he's explaining the whole thing with mixie and all that but this really does shed more of an evil light on on mixie than before this this was the whole thing where he was just getting you know back at superman the whole thing with mixel quick was i'm gonna take your son i'm gonna make you forget him unless you defeat my challenge here yes. and that's his whole ploy here we do have this person who is you know some mysterious being that's more powerful than mixie yep. that originally yes. separated superman into two beings to make him weaker yes, but it seemed but like mixie was more involved the, the with way they doing all this here, yeah. it seems like this was completely mixie's plan and somehow he had yeah, he says it, exactly energy. he says about mixie says he escaped and i'm saying that because i don't want reggie yelling at me or fucking big tony yelling at me how i pronounce his name he he escaped and tried to make me forget them as revenge. This is him saying about Mixie. And he says, but that wasn't all. Fighting Mixie showed me the truth. And But it, the way it's spelled out here in the art, it does make it seem that he that Mixie was more involved in this. Completely. And it was him who did. And it really threw me off a bit, though. It's not completely spelled out, but the way it progresses in this, it doesn't. It, it basically says, listen, I was split in two by someone. Uh, they wanted to keep me weak. That Kal-El you knew was really only a part of me, which throws me off. I, it, everything throws me off. I'm, I'm it doesn't make because, sense yet. But yes. And so he's like, listen, everybody only remembers one, including you. But, you know, Lois, John, and me know the truth, and I'm telling you what happened. And she just, you know, no real reaction. But then he has a uh, a little orb that's showing things, and he has Mr. Oz on the orb, which made yep. me – that threw me off as well. And he's like, whoever it was uh, who captured me is still out there. He came to see me. That was in the Rebirth special, yep. and his power is immense. He could be targeting me for I don't know why, maybe like Emerald Empress, maybe I do something in the future, we're not sure, but he's dangerous, I need your help. If we're going to fight him, I'm going to give this uh, the Omnihedron, which he says that, but we never see it, 
No. You know what I'm saying? He has saying, it there, I, I, but he I'm doesn't hand it, it to her. It's just this fucking ball that shows you shit. So I don't yeah, even know. Yeah. What, like, here's and it's just weird. Like, I would have liked really? to uh, have seen her holding it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> she's like, okay, you know, I missed out on years, Cal. I'm here for you always. And as anyone who wants to get in the way of that, I'd like to see them try and they fly off. And I thought, okay, that's the end of the issue. That yeah, seems like I. the end. But they're like, nope, we still have a couple of pages and we, put, we have the side story. Before, then. before we move on with the side story, though, I just want to say it's weird here because, you know, we have Superman here preparing for something that he knows yeah. is going to come down on him in the future. He's almost building an army with his cousin Supergirl yeah. joining his fleet here. Kind of like we have Batman doing in Detective Comics, yes. building a team up for some like peril that's coming down the line that he's getting ready for. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird. It, it's almost, to me, this is the start, if you remember, before the final days of Superman. At one point, it seemed like Superman was going to be building a super oh, version of the that Justice was the, League. That was the original solicited story. Was it, was the be, freaking, it was the Super League where Superman yes, realized it was Super you know, he League. more it than It changed himself. to be final days of Superman after like a week. They, yeah. they fucking, nope, cut that. I think that's what we see the start of now. I think that that story, what that was going to be before it ended up being the final days of Superman, I have a feeling that we're going to get more of that, where he was going to gather these super-powered people to be a, like you say, Super League, a Superman Justice League. So I do think that that's something that was put aside for a little, and that was a Tomasi story. So you would figure that maybe that's the what they grabbed because we did see a lot at the end of the new 52 where we saw a lot of things were cut short like even in aquaman now we have that dead water story and we're picking that back was, up where we left off it was that, cut yeah. short so now he's going with and i do think this super league might be a thing again uh but we do end with the side story where it's basically catco uh, once Ben Rubel, Cat Grant once Ben Rubel, they, there's this big fucking conference where this energy. Tycho Tech. Tycho Tech. Tycho Tech. Yeah. Ty- whatever. Tycho Tech. I would we'll call it Tycho Tech. They yeah. have a clean energy type thing. It seems like that exact thing was what was stolen from the DEO that was part of the Phantom Drive Tech of Supergirl ship. ship. Yeah. So they, uh, they want her, the DEO. Uh, want her to go. Uh, Cameron Chase wants her to go to this thing as well. So Ben Rubel's going for Catco. In the meantime, Supergirl is going for the DEO. And it's weird to me because the DEO to me seems like, like if you you cross the DEO, Eric, like me and you, we. It seems like you'll end up dead. Nobody will ever hear from you again, see, that's right? The thing is, I see the DEO as more of Homeland Security than I do as, as a, C, a CIA. Well, like, I'm saying a, even like Homeland Security, though, they have a lot of authority. Yeah. I'm telling you, to me, you steal tech from fucking the DEO. Like, this is shut down. This is the government. You could shut down the. They think that Tycho has stolen this. To me, they go in, and even later, when when Cat Grant's talking and saying to uh, Ben, I think it's her saying like, "Oh, they had a you know a, a structure, the power structure had to be changed because there was uh, ideas of uh, you know idea theft." Like that, it's right, even yeah. out. It's just weird. It's so forced. You know what I mean? It just seems forced. That and in the meantime, they have to throw in the idea that Burnside Clean Energy well, that's the thing. You're is involved that's as well. Like, oh, we're gonna have you know, Cord Industries is gonna Wayne's. be there. We're gonna have a rep from Wayne and even a small energy startup from Burnside. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. God damn it! Why do you have to say Burnside? Yeah. It's not, Burnside, it is not home of Gotham. Gotham's bad beards and too thin ties. God damn it! Oh, thanks, Ken. 
Yeah, in the meantime, Batgirl is listening in. And it's almost that Batgirl on that last page. She's getting very close to that Batgirl that was in that Batman and Robin Eternal or Batman Eternal issue where where she looked like fucking crazy ass. Like those oh, God, guys. She are, looks so young in this, though, yeah, too. Yeah, even yeah. like she looks like a 12 year old. It's an kid anime version. Yeah. It's like very stylized there. Uh-huh. Thing is, but, I yeah. like it the mo- better than what we get in Batgirl. And actually, I do kind of like it. It <laughs> makes me laugh. Actually, I, I'm freaking making fun of it. I actually kind of like it. But that that ends it. I'm telling you, I, I I'm sorry if you got this issue thinking there was going to be something important. Well, uh, I'm you, I I opened the issue thinking we we're going to get something important. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, I was very disappointed because yeah, it's yeah. fucking just normal Supergirl nonsense, and the stories that we want to find out about. We get the Reborn explanation that doesn't make any sense and seems to contradict what we actually read in Reborn a bit. And we get this full Emerald yeah. Empress for thing where there is no reveal and there's no Saturn girl. Yeah, yeah, that's the big part. The The whole Reborn thing, we're going to continue thing on. We're gonna, continue on. We're gonna... is my, important to me more than what we're doing. Well, I'm saying right it, we're gonna, th- this isn't the book for that anyway. Like, we're going to find out more as we go on in the Superman books. Better. This Emerald Empress stuff seems to be done. And this is where I think that the biggest, you know, faux pas of this issue, because we've been led to believe that this was going to be something big. I mean, even if you go with the whole thing with like Dr. Polaris was from the from the pages of Justice yeah. League versus at least we got a couple issues with him, whether yeah, or not it ties into what we got. Squad. We're still yeah. going to fucking uh, rush them and rust them. This is. But yet Emerald Empress is the one part of that that seemed to be the key to the rebirth stuff. Oh, like yeah. This was the important part. You, six pages, she's gone, and it throws all of it in a tizzy by saying that she went to Saturn Girl, talked to her, and Saturn Girl told her that Supergirl is the bad person, though yet she even sees, like, she even seems to want to kill Supergirl. Like, it's not even like, oh, somebody told me this. At one point, it seems like she hated Supergirl all this time. It's just nonsense. It's I don't nonsense. Know. I'm telling you, it, it is just fucking up with the continuity here. It and is. I don't and, know and, if and it's going to deal with anything. Any, like, you know, no. What is explained here, I have no idea if it's going to have any impact on what we deal with. Both yeah, of these ideas, I don't either. These, both these stories in the future. Yeah, I don't know either. I gave it a 5-5. Five, five. Uh, I, I might have even gone lower, but... I was in a good mood then. Well, I'm telling you, the thing I liked most about the art was the Batgirl at the end, even though I think yeah. it's silly because of how young she looks. But that is the art, and I do like it better than what we get in Batgirl. Yeah. It's my favorite part of the art. I don't like yeah. this art. I think it actually diminishes the value of the type of stories they're trying to tell because it comes off so cartoony and hokey. Yeah, the, the thing is, seriously. like I said, I'm starting to think that maybe the art is a perfect fit because the goddamn stories we're getting are hokey and ridiculous yeah. too. So and, it, and, it's not like this is not like Tom King's Batman with cartoon art like this this is a cartoony book that doesn't even want to take itself seriously at any point but yet it's not fun you don't want to take yourself seriously then then have some fun the dialogue is not steve orlando's worst but there are points where like i said people seem to be talking and not even knowing they're talking to other people and things like that it's just nonsense i'm sorry the only like i'm telling you the, the whole thing with reborn just left me more confused than i was at the end of reborn so there was no yeah. answers there the emerald ember shit just pissed me off so overall i'd have to give this a 4.5 out of 10 okay yeah i, I had a feeling you were gonna go lower that's why i said i i could have even gone lower but i was being nice uh for in general i think the other reviews that i was reading are pretty pissed off as well about not getting the answer that you were kind of led to believe. Well, I had the same problem with Action Comics this week. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that is it, Eric. That is the spotlight. We had some problems just recording. So oh, if, yeah, if things a are a little, you know, choppy in this uh, spotlight, yeah, we kept getting disconnected and things like that. But this is just the spotlight. So what I usually do at the end of this, Eric, is tell you what books we're going to be talking about in the main podcast, which we talk about every book. So yeah. here they are. Action Comics 977. Which again is the end of you know the reborn stuff and yeah. confuses Re- aftermath us, so. reborn. Yes. Then we have Batgirl and Birds of Prey number nine, which surprisingly Eric liked. Yeah. Detective Comics nine fifty four, which continues the League of Shadows a story. Uh, well, Jim, little, they're not real. Little, yeah, they're not real. All right. Gotham Academy second semester number eight, which uh, that book today was actually announced as being canceled after issue number 12 so that's, and from what uh, we've been getting with it it's about time yeah it is uh that book got uh plenty of room to breathe eric and it's suffocating reggie <laughs> it's killing <laughs> now jordan and the green lantern Corps number 18 we got justice league of america number four that does end the uh the extremist story yeah. okay new superman number 10 we got red hood and the outlaws number nine which we talked about tonight Suicide Squad number 15 with a crazy cover with Harley showing her boobs. Good. Uh, we have Supergirl number 8, which we just talked about. The Flash number 20, which is a one-shot story. The, Before uh, we get to the button. Ira, yeah, Iris West, Agent of Black, Black Hole. Which is, like you said, right before the button story. We have Titans number 10. And Wonder Woman number 20, which again, uh, during the news section of the upcoming podcast, we will be talking no doubt about Greg Rucka leaving that book after issue 25. So five more issues of that. This one goes back to the God Watch story that I review, and I liked it. Uh, but yeah, this is the spotlight, Eric. And I, I do want to mention, I didn't say it actually, the regular podcast does come out on Sunday nights. You did say that. I don't think I said Sunday night ever. I yeah, just, because we talked about the, the New 52 review then. What? Oh, yeah. I, I don't even think I said a day, though. I just said that, and the New 52 comes out earlier that day. I just want to make sure people know. Right. I, I don't think I ever said Sunday. I think I said Sunday about us recording and shit. But, yeah, this week we will have uh, the regular podcast coming out Sunday night. Sunday, at some point during the day after we record it, we will have the New 52 review, Animal Man Volume 1, The Hunt. The Hunt. That will be there. That's interesting. We're excited about that. Me and you both said that that kind of gets us, gets our juices going. Hell yeah, man. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, too. And this is the Animal Man one. I realized I only think I read the first three issues originally. And I didn't Uh, read any. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. We'll talk about that more on on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, that's it, Eric. That is the podcast. I, I, we better finish this at some point quick because you'll get disconnected it's again. And I'll nonsense. get fucking start so screaming. Angry. Yeah, but uh, that is the spotlight. So I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry that we've been away for five days. It seems like five years. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it took me a little to get used to. We started the intro, and the spotlight doesn't have a big intro. It just has no. us saying spotlight on. And uh, we played the music the first time. I'm waiting for you. I'm like, why the fuck isn't he doing the intro? Like, I have never done the intro to the yeah, spotlight. And then you you're like, about? I'm like, did you hear that? I thought that something went wrong because my kids had messed up all the settings on this <laughs> computer. I'm like, he didn't even hear it. He's just waiting. But no, it was because I didn't know. But I do know, Eric, that at the end, you do say something, don't you? Turn that spotlight off. Oh!